0: everybody, and welcome to Water Wine Time with Megan Weaver. Love, life, and entertainment. We are live on Periscope at Bacon Eatin' Megan with Nikki Whalen, waving at the camera. Look at her. Check it out. Hey, Hi, guys. Five. So, I just want to let you guys know a little bit about, about what you're about about. See, look, I don't even have anything in my system, and I can't even talk. It's the beginning of the podcast. Get it right, Megan. Okay, so we have Nikki Whalen, who's worked on Black Boots. We Woo! have, woot, woot, woot. emergency contact, Nonverbals, just a dream, Friday the web series, you stay busy. Busy, 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 but it's a good thing to stay busy. And last, uh, let's see who we got. Oh, hey, Nikki. I didn't know y'all knew each other. Oh, who is, is this? That? Let's find out as I'm bringing it all close. To, oh, wait, say your name. It's going away. It's getting a little blurry. Oh, say it again. Well, we'll get you to come back, hopefully, in a while. We'll- Pop up so so you go to show you it's a small world here in Periscope and in LA making sure my dog is not sniffing your phone answering the <laughs> phone call for you
1: right, don't answer
0: but Nikki had a good uh, you had a screening this yes. past Saturday of nonverbals a project that you worked on tell everybody about that and how did you feel I <sighs>
1: felt super great mm-hmm. so nonverbals is a short film mm-hmm. um, I wrote it in probably five minutes. Um, basically I'm a part of a writer's group called Fade to Black. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it's something that Gino and I talked about. We started, Gino Brooks, um, started sometime last year. And so he was like, you know what? You should just write something. You write it, I'll shoot it. So I was like, okay, give me a minute. So five minutes later, came up with the short and we just finished everything as far as like the production and the post-production rather, um, <clears throat> like a week ago. So I submitted it, and its first um, family audience was at the, uh, what is it, the Hollywood um, Indie Film Night, Indie film night. Mm-hmm. at the Chinese Man, and it was great. Like, I, the response was so, it was so crazy. Like, they're cheering and laughing and clapping. I, I just, I was frozen. I was so shocked wow. because I was very, you know, nervous about the project because mm-hmm. I don't really put any of my own stuff out. So to get that kind of feedback was really great. So
0: And this was the first time that you had something that you wrote. Along with producing it, that's screened on that platform. Yes, because there are things that world. Where do you put most of your stuff? It's all online honestly. and just
1: <laughs> honestly nowhere. But most, if I put anything on uh, out, it'll be online. So mm-hmm. I have like something I did when I first moved to LA. Um, it was a short. I turned it into like a bullet kind of web series, but it was just me just kind of throwing it up there. So it was on YouTube.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of
1: lost files and projects on YouTube, but. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, okay, let me just take it to the next level. You know, put more thought and energy into things. And let's go after these festivals and see what happens.
0: So So do you think you would do more stuff of your writing? Because you said it was your first time and you felt kind of like vulnerable. Like, oh, my God, I don't know how people are going to feel about this. Is this because of the response that you got on Saturday? Is this a new thing? Are you going to start doing more writing?
1: Definitely. Definitely. Um, I've I've always been writing, but it's Mm. just my, my main problem is the presentation. Mm. I never present my stuff. Why do like you think the, that is? I don't know. I'm very, um, I don't know. I don't um, know if it's a mixture of being shy. I tell people I'm shy like, you are not shy. Mm-hmm. But Something I am. Shy. Low key, I'm, I'm a little bit shy if I'm mm-hmm. not comfortable with you. But um, I think it's just, and then brag. I hate when people boast and brag about themselves. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like that's what I'm doing if I were to be like, oh, I've done this and I've actually done that and I've done that. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just let my work speak for itself. But, my mentor was like, "Well, if your work is going to speak for yourself, they need to see your work." So, that's true. I think that's uh so, really good to say. Him. Yeah, you, you got, got it. it.
0: <laughs> that's like the quote I think that's going to be dragging for the whole day today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like randomly at work <laughs> and then throughout the podcast, <laughs> you might say it, I might say it, someone on Periscope might say it, someone watching the podcast might randomly say it. So yeah. Um. So where was your inspiration for nonverbals?
1: Um. It was just a random thought. Mm-hmm. Like literally just a random, which was a
0: nonverbal, if you're wondering,
1: a thought. <laughs> very it's true. It's you very. Got you him. got him. <laughs> that was dope. Yeah, that's yeah. So super random. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And then, what about emergency contact? I've been seeing, you know, you staying and posting, and a lot of people that you're working with, and how's that project?
1: That is going really great. Now that's. Mm-hmm. That project started out as a short film. Mm -hmm. Um, It's something that I wrote alongside um, a woman named Julia Brewer. She's new to the producing world, and so her thing was like, "Yo, you know, you produce a lot of stuff or whatever. I would love to produce something for you." So we did like a photo shoot one day, Mm. and she was like, "You know what? I have this idea, or like, I see this image of like this woman just signing her mother's uh, name for as an emergency contact." You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like a mirror of her life. And so I was like, oh, my God, I have an idea. So mm-hmm. went home after the photo shoot and came up with a draft probably a day or so later. And it's now evolved into, like, a feature-slash-TV-type movie situation. We have an amazing cast attached. Um, we shot in December, November, December of last year. Mm-hmm. And um, now we have our big friends, in, uh, friends and family preview, May 18th. And then from there we'll stay tuned on what's gonna happen, I don't wanna say yet. But, you know. So I'm excited. Yeah. But yeah, that was a, another baby. This is another bigger baby that again mm-hmm. I'll be putting out for the first time. So you know, I'll be a ball of nerves today of Yeah.
0: <laughs> so. so if you see her that day the screening, you know, she'll let us know when the screening is and all the details at the very end. So we'll see. Yeah. So um be mindful if she's a mess. <laughs> like freaking out. But it's good. You know, I think it's always good to do stuff that Makes you nervous, yeah. You know, to a degree. I mean, it's still your passion, something you're interested in, you know. Uh, But going back, let's go back to black boots.
1: Black boots. Yes, I know
0: a lot of people. I mean, black boots is doing so good. Yes, so good. How did you get involved
1: with black boots? What's the beginning story of your work in black boots? (laughs) Where did you begin? I began. I began in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um. Let's see, I, who approached me, TK, mm-hmm. um, he's also an actor in the project, but he was a producer on the project, or is mm-hmm. a producer on the project, and so he and Gino had a meeting, and um, they approached me, and they're like, yo, we have this web series we're about to do, and, you know, it's about Greek life, and blah, 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 We want to know if you'll come on board and, you know, produce it with us, so I was like, okay, so I read the scripts, and I um, actually went to the first cast rehearsal, mm-hmm. I swear, like, like I I love everybody <laughs> in this project. Mm. Like I'm so in love with everyone there involved. And, um, black boots is like, I felt like I went through a fraternity or sorority by doing this project Mm. because (laughs) it was a lot of blood, sweat and tears, but you know, seeing each episode was such a big reward. You know what I mean? So it's like, like we crossed the finish line, you know, we have 15 episodes now. The season finale should be coming out soon. Um, for season one. And, you know, just very proud of the the progress that we made from day one to day, you know, today. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Black Boots is definitely close to the heart. Now, what do you
0: think is, like, the end goal, is if there is one, for Black Boots? I know you said there's season one that's done. Is there going to be a season two? Do you want to have it into a film? What is the game plan for the rest of it coming forward?
1: Ideally, you know, I know our plans have always been, you know, um, the sky's the limit for Black Boots so of course you know we want it on TV because even when Gino whenever he speaks about the project he talks about he compares it to um, we're not comparing it to but he makes a point with like Stomp the Yard versus what's another Greek movie Um, some of the commercialized films that have made it you know what I mean onto television or film and the difference between the two is that Black Boots deals with the actual inner workings behind the sorority behind the fraternity those storylines um, what it's like to really go through um, and pledge, you mm. know, financial situations, love, blah, blah, blah. So um, we definitely, you know, want to see it on television. We would love to see it on, um, you know, Netflix, the, the works. Um, season two, yes, there will be a season two. Um, we'll probably reconvene later this summer or uh, this fall probably to start back with the writing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's definitely a season two
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, Yeah, because I personally don't think I know of any Greek shows. Of course, they had the Stomp the Yard, but that was a movie. Right. I don't know. I feel like there
1: was another one. You know what? When they talk about Greek stuff, it's always dancing.
0: Yeah, there's drumline, but there's nothing that's, and even that, like not even on a TV scale. You know what I mean? I don't know of any shows that are like that. Now, do you have, like, when you go into a project, like, for emergency contact, nonverbal, or any other project when people, you know, pitch their ideas to you, do you say, even if it is a short, do you think of the bigger scale, or you say, let's just do one step at a time?
1: Um, I honestly just think of getting it done. Mm-hmm. So, because I feel like if you get anything done, that is a big scale. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've never, if I meet someone and they've never done anything before, and they want to do a one-minute video, then that's a great win in their book, because you have a one-minute video done now. Mm-hmm. So it's all about progress in my book. Um, and then I feel like God will open up whatever doors that needs to be opened once it's finished. Mm-hmm. But do it first, you know what I mean? Because it's a lot of, ooh, God, I'm out here talking, you know, mm-hmm. just talking. And people don't really put forth the energy behind those words. So if I meet anybody that's willing to run with me to get their stuff done, that you've already won. Mm-hmm. So I kind of take it like that.
0: Do you have anybody that's approached you to say, hey, you know, I really got this great idea, I want to get this done, and then you're like, ooh, I I don't know if I want to be a part of it. (laughs) But you still want them to get it done. How do you, have you had that happen? And if you haven't, what would you do?
1: I don't think I have. And if I haven't, I would be honest with them and say, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it's a tragedy, but um, it can probably be fixed if you do X, Y, Z. Or... I don't really believe in it, so I'm not going to give wholeheartedly what I feel. Actually, I have had somebody approach me about something, and I was just like, I don't really, I can't, I can't do it. And it's not anything, no disrespect to the person, but it's just like, it's not fair to you as a producer or a content creator for me to say, yeah, of course, just for the money or the the exposure if I'm not really 100% behind you.
0: Mm -hmm. So I I keep
1: it open and honest.
0: I feel like you have to. Yeah. Because if not, it's a disservice to, like you said, to both parties. Right. You know? Um, Where do you get most of your ideas when you start to write? Even though not a whole bunch of things have been, you know, out there your writing-wise,
1: but where do you get your inspiration? Um, I'm a people watcher. So, Mm -hmm. um, like on my series Morgan, I literally just kind of paid attention to... I'm from St. Louis. Mm -hmm. So... Being in L.A. is very different when it comes to, you know, like, love and sexuality and how free, you know, people express themselves as a male or a woman. Um, And so just kind of watching different people, I just get these what-if ideas. Like, oh what if Megan actually had wings and she just flew off this couch real quick? And then I would I write I wouldn't be mad if myself. I did that. <laughs> but, I mean, I wouldn't want to fly off the couch, but I
0: think it's kind of cool to have wings. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Red Bull. Gives Red you wings. Well, speaking of wings, <laughs> I, uh, as you guys know, or if you don't know, I do provide beverages for my uh, guests on the show. And my lovely little pina colada is chilling. Here we go. Pina colada. Pina. So whatever people, you know, their beverage of choice, I provide. And because I think that's a proper guest. You know, or host to provide a beverage, and you gave me a little list. You know, I let everyone pick their pick their poison. Is this what is your favorite drink of choice? And you can you can open it up. Yeah, that's you
1: know.
0: okay. Yeah, I mm-hmm. give you permission. To... <laughs> I'm like it's sitting here, guys. I'm like she don't drink it. I provide a beverage, and it's sitting there. But look, it's two of them sitting here,
1: though. There are know? two. There and are she two. She hasn't opened hers. So. Well,
0: you know, I like my guests to have. Go ahead. You can feel free. <laughs> I'm like, I think it's a twist top. I hope these twists.
1: I'm about to cut my hand open with the bottle. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm bleeding right about now for those who can't see the video.
0: But if you're watching this, you know she's not really bleeding. Because <laughs> that would be so heartless if I just left you. Like, oh, okay, we're going to continue this podcast, okay? Got started, we're going to continue. Does it open? I think yeah, it, it twists. Th- it's not working. Well, maybe I Does need it twist? Little. It does. Okay, there we go. I feel like these you twists. Got him. Y- you got him. You got him. Got <laughs> him. We got it. Okay. So okay. bottles up. There we go. Smells good. Yeah, pina colada. Enjoy. Yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs> I kept I looking at it. Me. I'm like I'm getting everybody Locking drunk. That's my goal. But you guys are watching this, so, you know, it's cool. So if you get locked in the closet, at least it's Someone watching. They're like, oh. Everybody watching Periscope is like, now this is entertainment. Now
1: this is entertainment.
0: This is real. This is real footage right now. I'm getting locked in the closet and then I leave going about my day. But you know, <laughs> you know, continue and I'll Save the interviewer. That's a short film. It's a short film right there. Bam. Next Bam. one. There you go.
1: Yeah. Write that. Right there. I'll do it. Write that out. I'll be in it. it. Okay. I'll be in it. I'll be in it. Because she's amazing too. I'm like, what are you doing this Thank for? You. you need to do like what? thank you amazing she also made a cameo in black boots i that? did i did so let's keep this going you know yeah. next project you know you know you. where to find me yeah i do you actually know where i live now I've, yeah and i've been stalking you oh yeah you kind of helped me with the location so thank you for that
0: oh okay so now i i might like get locked in the closet she just said she's been stalking <laughs> me
1: and Creatively now stalking okay me. all right
0: cool so now it's it's on there on podcasts <laughs> and so we all know that I'm being stalked. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so I, we know, I just don't know where you live so people can find you. That's a whole new podcast. That's probably on something else. But going back to what we were talking about, now I'm getting our liquored up. Uh, you're from St. Louis, Missouri. My dad actually went to school in St. Louis, nice. Washington. And when did you decide I'm moving out to L.A.?
1: <sighs> okay. What so is your L.A. story? I Okay, from St. Louis. I went to school in Tennessee State. I mean, in Nashville Mm -hmm. at Tennessee State. Mm -hmm. So I left Nashville and came to LA in '09 of the 2000 section of America. (laughs) No, in 2009, and uh, um, I don't know. Wait, what's my LA story as far as like why? When did yeah?
0: When did you decide from Nashville? You know, since you moved from Nashville to say I'm moving out to LA and pursue my act or not acting my you know entertainment you know, producing, career, gotcha. and do that?
1: Um, Let's see. Probably, I did a film. I produced my first film called The 70% Club in Nashville. Mm-hmm. It was a feature film. We got our first, like, huge bit, uh, distribution deal with... Crap, I can't even think of their name now. Um. Anyway, it was, like, Amazon Blockbuster when Blockbuster mm-hmm. was still around. And so we thought, we just made it, honey. We ain't, ooh, we ain't arrived. I'm finna move to L.A., y'all. I'm gonna go ahead and make sure I'm gonna take this movie with us. I'm gonna um get it picked up, da-da-da-da. Like, we just thought that it was on. And so that kind of, that was the motivating factor. And then I was just tired of where I was in Nashville and the circle I was around. I I had a regular job and I was just tired of all that. So, um, I came, I came, I did a book commercial for my old pastor. Mm -hmm. I used to work Mm -hmm. in the mega ministry. So I did a book commercial and someone on Facebook saw the commercial that lives in LA Mm -hmm. and they were like, Hey, we need a commercial for our conference. that's coming up. We're going to do a first conference or it's like a, um, entertainment conference or whatever can you do a commercial for us and I was like okay sure did the commercial they said okay well for payment what we'll do is we'll give you like a VIP pass to the conference free hotel if you get yourself out here and I was like okay I don't really know anybody that's you know I don't I don't really care but okay Mm -hmm. so I came and that was the merge Summit. Mm. way before, you know, whatever. So when I came, I just met all the right people, and I would just got super excited, and I just went back and quit my job and got rid of my house and didn't look back.
0: Wow. So you, in a sense, you did come out here with something, with the film that you said you were going to get distribution and things. That was your driving force. That was the mo- Yeah, that, that was, was the motivation kind of like- to say, I'm moving out there.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. in a sense. Because before, I never thought about um, L.A. I used to... Like, before the film that we got distribution for, um, it was another film that I was about to produce called The Perfect Dunk, and um, I had a really bad experience with a casting director that I won't name, but she's horrible, and she ripped us off. Mm. And um, This is out in L.A.? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Out in L.A., but this, but I hadn't been out here. This is me just not really doing the due diligence and knowing that, you know, I don't know. But So we got ripped off, and that kind of just rubbed us the wrong way, and we just kind of tucked our tails and went running in another direction. So if it wasn't for doing that commercial for the merge, I probably would still be in Nashville, even Mm -hmm. though the film, the 70% Club film, it helped, or it kind of gave me the idea. But other than that, I would have not even thought about L.A. Maybe Atlanta, but not L.A. Mm -hmm. And that was instead of, I guess it was your entertainment
0: that made, or that project said L.A. over New York, or over Mm. Atlanta. What was the choice to do L.A.? I
1: think... The merge, definitely the merge, mm-hmm. because there was, like, confirmation. So I was it. like, okay, I have to come to the, um, what did you say? You said, got it.
0: Oh, no, I, I did. I was like, wait, what did I just say? Um,
1: uh, I was like, oh, shit, what just happened? What did I just do? No,
0: I just. Got it.
1: There you go. Um, So, no, because I had to come for the, you know, for the. For my payment, mm. I was just like, oh, this is even better. I can talk about the 70% Club at this, mer- at this conference and I can meet other people. So I felt like the Merge Summit was my platform or my stairwell to L.A. Mm. Got it. So, so now, I'm-
0: See? <laughs> now I'm like saying the subtle version of it. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you always know that you wanted to be in the entertainment business, like as a kid? Because <sighs> obviously, I think it's a little different, you know to do stuff behind the scenes. You know what I mean? I don't know if you said, you know, at, at two, I'm going to be a producer. <laughs> like, I'm going to do numbers or whatever it is. Right. When is it that you knew that you wanted to be in this
1: business? Um, probably not until... I didn't know. Mm-hmm. To answer your question. I was one of those, I was a latchkey kid. Mom was a single mom. And so, when I got home from school, it would just be all about TV. I would literally just watch TV and movies over and over again. So I would um, watch a show, you know what I mean? Hang on with Mr. Cooper, um, whatever little show that was on or whatever. And I would rewrite the ending the way I thought it should end. Mm-hmm. No, Jaleesa should have ended up with so and so. So I would rewrite the ending. And um, it probably wasn't until I went to my very first film festival while I was in Nashville. My mentor took me. And I was like, I knew mostly everything that the people were teaching about in, like, a particular, like, um, filmmaking workshop. And um, the light bulb probably came on then. And I was like, wow, this, is, this film thing is pretty cool. You know what I mean? But I didn't know anything. And I'm still learning. Didn't know anything about um, any of it. So I tried to go to film school, and it never worked out, whether it was just work-wise or financial or whatever. I could never, you know, make it happen. So I have literally just taught myself, self-taught. Everything, but I had no clue what a producer was, casting director, like all these terms. And it's just like I said, it's still a lot of the stuff that I don't know, but um, I didn't probably figure it out until the 2000s. Got it, yeah.
0: Do do you need to be fair that little blue thing over there? So, this little
1: oh no, yeah, pull it
0: out, yeah. So, we're just going to take this thing out. So, pausing, this is like a commercial break, kind of commercial for this app that not an (laughs) app, but it's like a thing. It's a thing, guys, that charges your phone, bam, okay, because my battery was dying, because Periscope, just so you know, takes a lot of your battery, bam, got him, got him, boom, so now that's charging, because I saw the little 10% thing pop up, yeah, I know, you know, I got you too, and I was like, maybe I'll have one ready, just in case, oh,
1: I thought that was for you,
0: yeah, well, you know what, I will have one, so guys, listening, I don't see I got strong cool. hands. Oh, you her. do. Good grief. I mean, my hands are rough. I don't know. But so I'm, for you guys listening, um, she popped. She passed me the bottle. So now I'm having mm-hmm. a pina colada. I was gonna say BJ, <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, man, I just shouldn't say BJ because it's a, you know. Oh, I'm, okay. I I'm was like, I what? had my mind in the gutter. Okay, I was thinking BJ, and I'm like, well, wait, I'm having a pina colada. <laughs> guys, are <laughs> having say a, that. Yeah, yeah, I'm having a pina colada. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's actually pretty good. You know, it's refreshing. It is. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Okay. Um, Where am I? Oh, okay. So I was looking at the Hollywood Reporter last week. There's a lot of shows that are on the bubble. Okay. You know, so it's like it's either going to go one way or the other. You got to figure it out. And I know how you were saying that you had, when you were watching certain shows, like, oh, I wish this would be the ending. Mm -hmm. Or I would tweak it and do this. What do you think are, are good points or ways to alter a show if it's on the bubble. Dramatic or comedy. What would you do if your show
1: was on the bubble? What would I do to alter my show if it was on the bubble? Um, I would definitely listen to or you know make sure I check into um, fan feedback, mm-hmm. see what's working what the fans <laughs> are, are thinking or honestly though, I'm the type of writer that I, I don't like to be predicted. you know what I mean? So I'm the queen of twist um, I'm discovering. And anything that can, you know, people like, oh, yeah, this is going to happen or whatever. Again, try to spice it up and bring it a little more flavor, juice, whatever the case may be to the project. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, Tell us a little bit about Indie Night again, too. I know we talked about how your project was in it, but what is Indie Night for those that are listening? So they can kind of say, all right, Indie Night, what's that?
1: Indie Night is a weekly film festival that um, basically they take things from short films, trailers, to I've seen some music videos because the only musical thing that I've seen them do was actually a fashion film that I um, Hmm. produced last year called Attention Horse. And we actually got in and screened and had a really good feedback, but, um, they just, it's all about exposure and networking. So you never know who's in the audience, what industry execs that live in LA are there and just kind of either scouting for new talent, new producers, et cetera. Um, Robbie Reed, the casting director, she just started her night where she'll be there every first Saturday of the month, mm-hmm. um, for the festival. It's on Saturdays, the film festival. And so, um, because of the fight <laughs> next month, she'll be there on the second Saturday. Mm-hmm. And so basically, you know, when she's there, cause before it's been like Twinkie Bird, now her, now she's there, but, um, they're looking for talent. So anybody they see in the film, cause most likely any film that screens, the whole crew is there. Mm-hmm. So that's an opportunity for them, you know, this exposure and networking and then possibly what could be next for whomever. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> now are there any projects that you've worked on that
0: you bumped heads With a director or, you know, someone in the crew and you're just like, I don't know what to do in this situation. And Um, it's too late for you to back out or you could back out or what did you do?
1: Um, I, yeah, that happens all the time. But because of my personality and I'm working Mm -hmm. on that, I just will grin and bear it because again, the project is a little bit more important than my chemistry with you Mm -hmm. as a director or whatever. Um, because I don't know, I just look at all the, there's so many, again, I'm a people watcher. So there's so many people that have moved here and they've uprooted their lives. They put their lives on hold because they have this burning desire, this burning, you know, passion or this dream that they're going to be somebody great. So if they're involved in this project, the notebook, and they believe in the notebook and they're, they know their lines and they come to set ready or whatever, who am I to cause drama and conflict? To where we can't get through our shoot, or we can't finish this episode, or whatever. So I just kind of look at the bigger picture in that mm-hmm. perspective, um, and know that the project, the end goal, will be so much worth—I mean, so much more worthwhile than this two-minute argument. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but I face that <laughs> all the time. Mm. So, are there anybody in the industry that you look up to, like mentor-wise?
0: Like, yes. if I could emulate <laughs> my career or have a, a pipeline, who is it?
1: Oh, I have more than one person though.
0: Oh, it could be more than one. It could be multiple. It's like,
1: it's like, but I just want to say more. I have 15 people. No.
0: I'm like, um. oh, no. Let's narrow it down. 15 people.
1: Uh. No, I, um, let's see, top three. I like people, well, these three people that I'm going to name, they, they're they all, they wear different hats. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're respected for their hats. So I'll say Tina Fey,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. she's an actress. She's a great, you know, writer and producer. So she's had a, you know, 30 Rock was a great show that lasted several seasons. Um, The Mindy Project is the new, you know, Mindy is my new jump off now. I love her. Mm -hmm. Same situation. You know, actress, writer, and um, content creator. And then probably, um, I'm going to say Tyler Perry only because I'm a producer. I see myself as a producer first, and I feel like he's a very amazing producer. A lot of people give him flack about his projects because they're not you know well written or you know whatever but the producing aspect of it and how he has basically produced the crap out of these projects to allow him to have the platform he has now is genius in my opinion Mm. he's found a system that works and he just works it he's just collecting checks so the fact that you know he's making money as a producer um in my opinion first and then comes to directing and writing i would definitely model my you know same type of thing now I know you mentioned Tina Fey too. <clears throat> do you see yourself? Because I mean, sometimes people do
0: this. A lot of people go from acting and then directing or producing. Do you ever think that you would get in front of the camera?
1: Yes, definitely. Ooh, okay. Later, but yeah, definitely. I was I did theater before I moved here, and mm-hmm. I was just kind of playing around. Um, but I would I'm definitely interested in in it, and it's mm-hmm. a it's a different art, and it's a totally different monster out here. So my heart really goes out for you guys. I I have so much respect for actors in L.A. because it's really hard. So you guys are amazing to put up with what you put up with. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Keep going.
0: Keep going. Keep going. (laughs) I'm like, oh, wait. This is, okay. Focus, focus. Okay, focus, focus. Uh, Yeah, so what projects are you drawn to? Like if you're, you know, I know you said you people watch and, you know, learning from, you know, just what people are doing. But are there certain genres maybe That you're, or is it kind of like open, like comedy? Open.
1: I love um, the only thing I probably wouldn't navigate to is maybe sci-fi and um, maybe action. Like I wouldn't be opposed to doing it, but Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be like, oh my god, I just want to do an action film tomorrow. But Mm -hmm. so my I guess my top ones will be comedy, drama, horror, thriller, and um, just satirical. I can never say it right. Satirical, satire. It's satire. Oh. Yes, yeah, both so, types of films. Satirical, satirical. We're gonna go with that. That that works. That works. Sounds if you just say it with confidence and it works. Satirical. Okay. I'm gonna go with satirical. Um, funny. satirical uh, content. <laughs> I mean, it's like you dish. whisper, like, "I don't think that's right,"
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't think it's right either." <laughs> it's like a loud whisper, "Like going, just keep going." They're gonna believe it if we just it. say it. If we just say it's right, they'll go with it. They'll go with it. Yeah, satirical. Yeah, yeah. I agree. That's a really strong. Hmm. Thing to not want to do,
1: yeah. I want to do that. You want to do that? Yeah,
0: wrong thing to want to do. Yes. So yeah, mm-hmm. you want to do that? Yes. We're going satirical. Non-verbal
1: pieces. Nonverbals a satirical piece, huh? Nonverbals is a what? It's a, a satirical project. <laughs> I don't know why I was just off.
0: yeah. I was just trying to throw you <laughs> off a little bit. You're like, what? what? What are you saying? Come again? Come again? Yep. Oh man, satire. So in that, outside of you know working on nonverbals and black boots. What's going on in your love life? Is there someone that you're cuddling, loving with? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Not right now.
1: I have a logic for that, though. I feel like the caliber of people that I am interested in are on level five. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm currently on level three, two, three. So I have to work, 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 work so that I can elevate myself to that level of men that I'm attracted to.
0: Now what do you mean they're on level 5? Like they're on level 5 professionally, level 5 you know, like visually, uh, vis- physically. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's level what are these levels, levels ranked on?
1: Uh career-wise. Okay. Professionally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they either on television, in films, you know, Broadway, something like that. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess they should all be actors, but still um they just have a, a better pay range. Okay. You know what I mean? Pay skill. So, you know, you know how it is out here. Like, so you think that because that they're at a level five, they're not going to well, talk to you to, at your professional level? The 3 we're not in the same circles. We're mm-hmm. not in the same parties. We're not in the same game nights or whatever it may be. Because we mm-hmm. don't even we haven't even met each other yet. Mm-hmm. Because they only deal with a, you know level fives.
0: So what about someone that's a level three, work-wise, in your circle? <clears throat> Is that just like, I'm not going to entertain you? But they're still the same grind and the same hustle as you. You know, maybe they're moving their, moving and shaking their way up, but you're like, mm, homie, we equals. I need to do above.
1: No, and that's the thing, too, because I started out wanting to do the whole equal situation, but I keep running into guys that are like, oh, I'm just focused on my career right now, and oh, a relationship will slow me down, and da 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 So it's a lot of threes that don't want to play. You know what I mean? So I'm like, well, forget you. I'm going to work, and I'm going to work my way up to five, and then I'll be dealing with the fives because they can afford to play and work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. see the bigger picture, and they see how being in a meaningful relationship makes them better at work. Got it. Okay. So that's just my—that's how I deal with it right now. Mm-hmm. It's real talk.
0: So if you're at a level five, you know, and or just at a good place in your career, you're thinking yeah. that you can have that balance between, okay, yeah, I'm in the studio, or now I'm working in my office at Warner Brothers 9 to 5, and now I can have date night. Over here. So you believe that there still is a balance. And it is believable to have a relationship and work in this business.
1: Absolutely. And have a stable and healthy relationship. I mean. One of my motivating factors, I said, I have, like, certain couples that are, like, my motivation. Mm-hmm. So, it's this one girl. Her name is Megan. She just recently got engaged. Oh, you thank know. you. Um, she has a friend and colleague that I met on another set that we didn't talk about called Good Luck Series. Mm-hmm. Um, Chanel mm-hmm. and Kyle. You know, so there's certain couples that are doing it in the business, side by side, you know, struggle by struggle, whatever it may be. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, they give me hope. Like, okay, maybe a three will wake up. But, you know, until then, I'm going to work my way up to a five. So this isn't something that you're just actively looking. You're not looking
0: for someone right now. Not really. I mean, I am, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. You're not on Match or Black no, People I'm Meet? Not, no, i not. No, Not on Black People Meet?
1: No. I did that before. You were on Black People Meet, too? Yeah. I was, did that, like, two years ago. I didn't do Tinder. But I did Black People Meet like two years ago. And you I know what I, scared.
0: what I noticed on Black People Meet? Um, tell me if I'm wrong, too. But I want to say it's a guy from Black Boots that was in the commercial. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, i seen him. I was like, I know him. Yes. Like, I was like, why does he look familiar? And I always do that. I'm always looking on TV like, oh, I know mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Okay. So, that's cool.
1: It's no, always good. Cool. You
0: know, I don't think he actually met on Black People Meet. I think that was obviously a commercial.
1: That was just a commercial. A commercial. He's actually... In love, just had a new baby. Oh, so yeah. I
0: didn't know that. Well, mm-hmm. I don't really know him that well, but you know. I
1: didn't ho- That's public knowledge. Yeah, it's all on his Instagram. It's okay. Oh, okay,
0: well, I hope. Well, <laughs> you know, support your babies. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the baby. Second picture Hold with the your baby. Hold the baby, you know. Love, okay. babies. love the babies. But have you been on any dates since you've been out here in LA? I. And never. what, or in general, a bad date? Your worst date experience? <laughs>
1: um. Mm, i don't want to say
0: oh you don't have to say his name we don't have to say jermaine that lives in <laughs> you know memphis and i went to date with him after college he's his major was this he's this yeah you don't have to do all that i have to do this. but if you want to and he might pop up on periscope this might be an interesting dialogue let's see if jermaine or whoever pops up dante all of a sudden starts growing up here and i'm like well damn Looks like he's still stalking
1: you. He's still stalking, no. um, I haven't. I haven't. Not a real, no. No. See, I'm a workaholic.
0: This is great, guys. If you want to go not have any bad dates, whatever she's doing right now, how are you avoiding bad dates? I feel like everyone's had a bad date. Or what was someone,
1: what is something that
0: someone could do that would make it a bad date for you? Like a pet peeve, a turn off.
1: Probably, um... Talk about themselves the whole night, mm-hmm. and not, and then, um, and then the conversation just be horrible. Like not have any conversation skills. Honestly, mm-hmm. like that's a, that's the biggest like ugh, annoyance ever. Um, or if if they're talking about themselves and it's just name dropping the whole day, it's just yeah. And then when I went to Snooks, and you know well, it's a grocery store in St. Louis, but mm-hmm. just all this, I don't know. So um, yeah, I would have to say conversation wise, just being totally boring because i want to be thinking about work i could be doing like i could be Mm. reviewing a script i could be like breaking down a call sheet i could you know and if i do that then that's not good
0: if i go there
1: on a date oh it's never good no point if you
0: start doing work on a date mentally then yeah i'm like okay i'm just gonna go ahead and leave now yeah it's not gonna work yeah what about um let's go ahead and move up to instead of a five let's move them up to like an eight An eight, okay. An eight, or like a ten, celebrity-wise. What celebrity out there? Oh God! (laughs) Would you like got got in a? (laughs) You you got him. (laughs) We go. Oh, we got hey,
1: hey. Oh, that's Karina. Karina,
0: yes. I like
1: Karina. Okay, I know Caesar.
0: He was curled up. He was sleeping. He was chilling. And now he's like, oh, okay. Karina's on there. I know her. (laughs) So uh, yeah, hopefully he'll stay over there. But yeah, what celebrity? If he was here, or not here, because that'd be weird. Yeah, that would be kind of that'd awkward. That'd be a little awkward. Um, she said no Caesar. <laughs> uh, what celebrity, if, you know, was like, hey, I'm feeling you, would you like, oh,
1: me too, is that guy? My heart is beating fast right now. Ooh, Anybody that knows maybe me. Maybe he's watching. Knows
0: Oreo, get down.
1: Okay, so I Oreo, have. Sorry. No.
0: Okay, sorry. You have Caesar. <laughs> you have Caesar. Go do something with Caesar or sit. Yeah. You can just chill right there. He's mad. I know.
1: Um, Anybody that knows me Mm -hmm. knows that I am completely head over heels in love with Hosea Chantez. Oh, wait. That's uh, Malik from The Game. Oh. Born in 1985. He likes Long No, I'm joking. Um, But, you know, I love him. (laughs) Creepy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he see that. He's Not really creepy,
0: but no, she's available and single. He's single. Is he single? He's single.
1: Oh, and he's single. He's private, but he's single. Mm. So then you guys could have like a little private love affair going. Yeah. And yeah, just keep it. I would totally do that. I would love to be a private love affair with him. Do you think, well, you know, in your
0: relationship, would you make it public? You know, a lot of celebrities they do have literally all their business that's out there, and I
1: I think that you can keep stuff private if you want to true um i think certain things can be private you know what i mean but the mm-hmm. fact that we're in a relationship i think you know i would definitely let the world know mm-hmm. just because it would be a working relationship as opposed to just being in a relationship with john the writer mm-hmm. i don't know it's just weird but i feel like if they're in the limelight if it can help the career and help the brand mm-hmm. i'm all for it mm-hmm. like my other favorite couple right now is kj and Tannis. Mm. i love them like mm-hmm. they're both in the industry mm-hmm. he's a manager she's an actress you know uh, producer so they make it work you know mm-hmm. what i mean and they have like their instagram love page so i would totally do you know that like you guys Jose have like and a, nikki <laughs> you guys would have an
0: instagram page too yeah oh yeah it's cute i hope he's watching right now yeah me too no. <laughs> just me too. putting it out there and then he's like yes. oh that is who
1: i'm looking for you yeah. never know Yeah, never, never know, know. It's sure. true. We're going to find each other. Well, okay. I I know him, actually, but. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, you know. But it's possible.
1: It's possible, so I'm embarrassed that I just realized that he could see this video, so I'm going to just lean over this way.
0: And I'm like, oh, she's here, guys. And she's I'm not here. here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. And I had something just on the tip of my tongue, and I can't even, um, hmm, where was I? Oh, well, outside of this business. Oh, wait, here we go. Karina. Who's that? Uh, a little birdie might just tell him oh. no is that how ah! you even- <laughs> yes I think it is <sighs> oh, looks like so you never know where these go um you know never this near. is like periscope dot meet him <laughs> I don't know what are you saying I don't know I was gonna say you know date you know how they have black people meet and farmers only this is no <laughs> Periscope me. I'm trying to create something that doesn't exist, guys. She is. And, yeah, sorry, it kind of sucks, whatever, but um, bear with me. Um, Outside of doing things, entertainment, (laughs) (laughs) what are your other hobbies? What are you, like, really skilled at that people wouldn't wouldn't know?
1: Um, I love skating. Mm -hmm. That's not a hobby, though. No, unless you're good at
0: it. Are you good at it like, what's the movie? Was
1: it Roll Bounce? Roll
0: Bounce. Can you skate like Roll Bounce? Would you compete and win?
1: No, I wouldn't do all that. Sorry. Well, yeah, that's... Okay. So, no. I mean, I'm great. But you're, you're, you but enjoy it. Like, okay. Yeah. So,
0: you can, we can find you at a skating rink. Um, other things
1: I'm skilled with. I don't know. Hmm. I'm really good with children. Okay. So, you can babysit. Babysit. I can actually, like, maybe counseling. No, no, no. That's really, really boring right now. Oh, that's that's good. So, if all of a sudden I'm, like... Going to Oh, and skills. I, be- I can do hair. Oh,
0: there you go. That's a skill. There we go. Okay. That's a skill. I a, a skill.
1: You're like, okay, what else yeah. can I do? Yeah. I just don't tell people because it's like, I don't care about it anymore. But that's actually how I survived in college. Mm-hmm. I used oh. to braid hair, do sewing, stuff like that. When I braided hair, I would charge a dollar per braid. Because there were so many people braiding on campus. So I'm like, mm. hmm, how could I be different? How can I stand out? And I started a dollar braid, and I actually ended up killing it. And I took over. I, you know, was a new braid girl. Is that, that's gotta be you. No, I'm right here. Oh,
0: that's me. Oh, wait. Decline. How does,
1: how does that work? I, okay, let's see. If, got
0: him. I know. Let's see. Guys, that's kind of weird. I'm on Periscope and my phone rang and I'm wondering, um, let's see. Oh, wait. Yes. Okay, that's strange. So the Periscope, let's see got cut off so we're just gonna go back and see if i could do it again live again <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: live not lice
1: lice again
0: so my phone rang while i'm doing this so i'm posting as i'm talking phone rang. <laughs> how do i i guess boom I'm, um, yeah <clears throat> okay let's see how how good can i multitask <laughs> Let's see. All right, what is your favorite reality show? Do you watch your Guilty Pleasure? I do.
1: My Guilty Pleasure would have to be reality show. I hate to say it, Love and Hip Hop. But I haven't been, um, like, I'm I'm the, what is it, Atlanta? Um, Housewives? No, the Atlanta version of Love and Hip Hop. Oh, Atlanta. Okay. You know, because, you know, they have the New York and blah, 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 L.A. Yeah. I'm not really a big fan of the L.A. one, but mm-hmm. um, definitely the Atlanta and... I think New York when K. Michelle was still on there. So those are definitely like, oh, I feel horrible for watching it, but I have to, I used to always make it home to watch it. mm mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, that's it.
0: Okay, okay. What is complete success for you? When do you feel like in your career that you're in a place that you're like, I'm happy right now?
1: And of course you're still going to keep working, but, you know. Um. For me, complete success is,
0: Huh. I think I'm going to change the title.
1: Okay.
0: It was just maybe, okay. Mm-hmm. Just, we just had something that was a little interesting, a little question, but that's why we just keep moving. Keep it okay. going. But uh, <laughs> go ahead. Complete success. <laughs> okay. We're talking about the entertainment business. For those watching on Periscope, entertainment questions. My phone rang and cut it off, and this is for podcast too. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Let's see if we're getting... Okay, yeah, let's go ahead and now we're getting thoughts about religion. Okay. Um, Yeah, we're going to try this again. So (laughs) we're getting really random questions, and I guess it's because of my title. But like I said, we're going to cut this sucker off and do it again. Okay. Yes. (laughs) We have commercial breaks in here. That's what podcasts do. I have commercial breaks. I bet no other podcasts have commercial breaks. Reality reality. No, so about I I another
1: skill too.
0: Okay, yes. Go yes. back. Let's do your skill again. Well, I find a nice title that doesn't just say live again, phone ring, ask her questions, and then there's oh. like, I know. That's
1: he. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, I can multitask, but not
1: excellent. Yeah. yeah. Right, <laughs> not- so skill-wise, I'll recap um my skill I named was doing hair, braiding, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I can also sing, mm-hmm. but again, I'm really shy so I don't unless it's karaoke. I love karaoke. Mhm. Um I would say the next person under me in karaoke would probably be my friend Natalie Knox you know she's she's okay <laughs> she's okay you <laughs> know <laughs> but uh no she's actually really amazing at uh karaoke she kind of blew us all the way but she would be a top contender with me um and then success um, I think I'm done with skills mm-hmm. success for me I feel like success or i, I, I feel like I would have reached success um no, let me rephrase it. Success, in my opinion, equals freedom. Hmm. So, even though I'll continuously be working on my craft, you know, classes, whatnot, or whatever, I'll, I feel like you never arrive. But as a content creator, as a writer, as a producer, if I'm able to, you know, go home whenever I want to, or take a trip, or you know what, I need, I need a week to myself, let me fly to Paris,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I feel like that's when I would deem myself successful. You know what I mean? Um, I see a friend, she's, she's having a hard day or she's, or he's having a hard time, he's having a bad day or whatever. Let me go buy him a shirt. Mm. You know, just things that can kind of enhance my character and who I am and allow me the freedom to be who I am. Because right now, when you're grinding, you can't... Girl, I can't buy you no know, Taco Bell, because i got to make sure I have enough to the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not freedom, in my opinion. So I'm still striving for success. But successful people do what they want to do when they want to do it. Mm. So that's how I kind of measure and what I'm looking like, as far as like, when I feel like I've reached success. Now, what did you want to be when you grew up? Like, when you were a kid? Ooh, when I was a kid. I think I said those traditional-type answers. Like, oh, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. Um... I I honestly didn't know. Like, honestly, I didn't really think outside of St. Louis. Like, I never thought I was leaving Mm. St. Louis. I was a totally different person in St. Louis. I wanted to be a rapper. Um, I was in the clubs. I was just really (laughs) doing the most. So I I was nowhere near creative stuff. It was Mm. just all about having fun and living day by day and hanging out and kicking it. That's funny.
0: Yeah. Have your parents always been very supportive about... Your profession and moving and doing a non-traditional career because it's different. It is different. It's not like you know exactly where your paycheck is coming from every day. you know you're not working nine to five. so how do your how does your family feel about it?
1: They are finally kind of getting on board. um mm-hmm. it, it was it's been a journey because they just didn't understand like what are you doing? like I don't get it. You need to be working. Where's your benefits? Where's your health insurance? Where's this? you know, where's your pension and all this stuff? but um I think they finally get it they're starting to get it so even with emergency contact you know we're having the friends and family preview May 18th and my mom was actually flying in to come see it but I think that will help her to be in a theater because we're renting out the downtown independent theater so we'll have the whole space to ourselves so for her to see the film and hear the you know the reaction of the audience and all that stuff I think it'll really make it click like oh my baby really doing you know doing what she says she wants to do Mm. type thing but um so now that they're slowly kind of coming around, they they're, they try to be supportive. They're mm-hmm. trying.
0: Now, how are you getting the word of mouth out for your projects to get people to come to the screening outside of, hmm. you know, people you know? It's like, you know, you want to fill it up and you want to get a following outside of your network. So how is that?
1: For emergency contact, We it's it's invite only. So okay. we're just doing, you know, the cast crew and then we have like our list because um, Braylee Evans, she's a producer on it as well as um, an actress. She's from being Mary Jane and a plethora of other projects, and then Julia Brewer, you know, she's the other, she's executive producer, so um, we have our list, the three of us have our, like, industry-type list, and then everybody else literally would just be friends and family that we just, you know, love and would like to share the night with us, Mm -hmm. and then from there, we'll take the next step, Mm -hmm. so, but, like, for non-verbals, that screening, I just did, you know, the social media stuff, because that's one area that I don't. Like and I'm not really good at it's the whole as you know is again promoting myself and promoting my project mm-hmm. so um, I don't really do a good job on that but if I do it's like Instagram or Facebook mm-hmm. for the most mm-hmm. part
0: so what are projects you have currently working on for this year? What do you have mapped out for the rest of the year? For the yes yes for the yes of the year for the yes of the year <laughs> I was going to work on. Everybody's like yeah yes of the year. <laughs> I'm like, was that an accident? Because I'm like, did I say that too? Yesterday year.
1: And you take your top off. Oh, see, look. Right. See. Mm-hmm.
0: see, that's Yesterday why year. I'm glad we're not watching the Periscope anymore because no one knows what you're pointing at. What you're pointing at.
1: Um, what's coming up? I have a new drama series that I'm Because com- I've been doing a lot of comedy stuff. Because mm-hmm. Emergency Contact is a comedy, non-verbals, you know. Um, so this will be a new drama. It's called The Secret Closet. That's one thing. Um, I have another web series called Morgan that I did season one of two years ago. So now I'm actually bringing her back for season two. So I'm excited about that. And um, let's see, The Secret Closet, Morgan. I was just hired to produce a feature film. Um, I haven't worked with these guys before, but so far it's been a really great ride. Mm -hmm. And um, it's untitled right now. Or We're not releasing the title right now, but... I will be able to release it soon. And um, I'm trying to cap it at like four. Those are the main things, just uh, the two series, the two projects, um, the feature, and um, me. I have another series that I, like a reality type series I'm doing called Annoyed. um, Mm -hmm. Because I just reached a point of annoyance in LA and just California. So I'm going to talk about it. Might as
0: well. Things that annoy me. Get those thoughts out of your mind
1: yeah. put it on paper and to the screen and get it out there. Yeah.
0: I like that. I like that. <clears throat> so we're going to wrap up and let everybody know if they, you know, after listening to this, they're like, oh, I know she's working on this, but I want to go see it or support
1: it. Where can they find you on social media? Okay. So everything is pretty much the same. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's Nikki Whalen, N-I-K-K-I-W-H-A-L-E-N. And I post pretty much everything there. Mm-hmm. So you can find out screenings and stuff like that um, on any three of those platforms.
0: Got it. Got it. So just so you guys know, Twitter, and same thing as Periscope, if you guys watching it, um, it's still working on it right now, so it's not <laughs> happening for the last two seconds of this podcast. But Bacon, Eaton, Megan, no G on the eating. <laughs> I know. I'm going to tell you about it because I know everybody on the podcast like, we know, or maybe you don't know, but I'll tell it later on. Uh, and then Facebook, it's I am Megan Weaver. I have a fan page. And then Instagram, Megan A. Weaver. And I spell Megan the regular way. I always said the regular way. M E G A N. Letter A. And then Weaver, like the word. Mm-hmm. You know, Weaver. That's it. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Periscope. Boom. All right, guys. Until next time, thank you so much for listening to Water Wine Time with Megan Weaver. Love, life, entertainment. Bye. Got him. Got him. <laughs>